Welcome to the Movie Movie Podcast, everybody. Episode number 34. I'll be your host, Tiggs, and with me, as always, Alex. Hi. <laughs> Peter. Hey, it's uh, everybody's favorite Peter. And Russ. Present. And Tiki. No? Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, well, it's okay. But today, uh, we've got for you uh, uh, two movies that we uh, saw this week. Snitch, but first up, Jack the Giant Slayer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Jack the Giant Slayer. Can we get the Russ down for Jack the Giant Slayer? Sure, as soon as I switch off from Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, got it. <laughs> we should have talked more. <laughs> uh, Jack, the G- Jack the Giant Slayer, directed by Brian Singer. The ancient war between humans and a race of giants is reignited when Jack, a young farmhand fighting for a kingdom and the love of a princess, opens a gateway between the two worlds. Okay. okay. Sure. Uh, so I did not see this. I won't see it. There, there, there you go. Oh, me and Alex saw it. <laughs> we saw it together forever. Yeah. So okay. there's that whole thing, you know. Brian Singer is really trying, but I don't think he's going the right way to to accomplish anything. Do you mean yeah. in, in terms of his career or in this? Yeah, film? the projects he picks. I mean, I like. I really liked Valkyrie. The yeah, Tom Valkyrie's cool. Tom Tom movie. That's pretty good. I wouldn't say like I really like it. Like I saw it once. I don't think I ever need to see it again. Yeah, but I didn't regret the experience. Unlike some. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Jack the Giant Slayer, Pete, what were you saying about that? Yeah. Uh, so he's like, Valkyrie is pretty good. His Superman Returns was just, did not yeah. fit, it didn't fit the time. No, Like, yeah. it would have been an awesome movie years ago. Right. Um. And it was just it, really a beautiful film and a beautifully shot film. But ultimately, all Superman did in that movie was carry stuff. Yeah. 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 And if it's not me, I'm not interested. <laughs> there you go. I heard that. <laughs> so, so and, and it's kind of the same thing with this one. I think he was trying to, you know, he wanted to make like a Jason and the Argonauts type, like old school adventure film. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it kind of fell short because it, it just, you know, it, it, it middled. It, it wasn't like a silly sort of movie for kids. It wasn't like a summer action movie. It wasn't... I mean, I it was supposed like, to be. Yeah. I feel but like it, it also even kind of... I, I don't know. It weirdly, like, undermines itself by not picking, like, being super family-friendly or... What? Because the violence, like, towards the end, like, it's pretty... It gets pretty hardcore. Does well, it really? I mean, all I know about this film is it was supposed to come out, I believe, last June, maybe last July... And under the name got, Jack the Giant Killer. Yeah, yeah, under Jack the Giant Killer. And it was more it was more towards the Clash of the Titans feel than more of a family oriented. So that's I guess what they were going for, and then they decided let's retool it and make it more family friendly. So I'm thinking I wonder if that's sort of where the movie loses itself. I didn't see well, it, no. so I mean, Do you think not, it would have worked better as... It's not, if it's, it, it's not terrible. Like, that's the thing. It's like, again, oh, yeah. like, kind of like what Pete's saying. It's like, this actually, like, if this came out the same time, the original, like, the original Class of Titans, and if it was all, like, that kind of, like, stop motion, I yeah. probably would, like, have a, like, a 
warm place in my heart for it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. If, yeah, if this was a practical effect film... Like, if it was a Ray Harryhausen, right? Is that the guy? Yeah, and it came yeah. out, like, 30 years ago, this would be a cult classic. Okay. It's like uh, along those veins. And, and I think it, it also... Uh, another way it kind of screws itself over, it kind of opens with this, like, CG storytelling of, like, the giants and stuff fighting people, and, like, kind of gives you the background of like the MacGuffin uh items that are gonna be needed for later. Okay. Um and that kind of that CG is really crappy. <laughs> um and then when it started the movie, Pete and I both looked at each other like the young kid was supposed to be computer animated. Um and it kind of made the computer animation later look also look kind of bad. Hmm. Yeah. I and with all that stuff, it was like I forget what movie we saw recently that suffered from this. That um, that Stanley Tucci. Oh, it's like they think like a man. Yeah, no, that didn't suffer from anything. No, uh, yeah, I can't remember what film it was, but Stanley Tucci and Ewan McGregor were in a different movie than everyone else. Oh, oh, that was something recently. They were in like a like they were in the family film. Hmm. Yeah, um, Nicholas Holt was in Warm Bodies with Giants. <laughs> yeah. He guys, he had a hoodie on. Yeah, really. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Okay. He can't not like, wear a hoodie. Like it was that's like a leather job. hoodie. And he, and he also was like, like he was a peasant, but. And he told all the other giants that like you know he only listens to vinyl. <laughs> so I mean, I I mean, Brian Singer's a, a really good director. Just I mean, I've I've always been a fan of like his work. So how do you feel like? How was it shot? Like, does it like does it feel like a Brian Singer film, or, or like like you were saying before, Pete? How it was Superman? You know, take for what it is. It yeah. was still I mean, a beautifully shot film. Yeah, it wasn't as beautifully shot. Like, there was a few points that I was like, "Hey, you know what? This is really neat how they're showing this." Like, um, yeah. there's one part in which one of the soldiers is running away from the giant. Okay. And we see him like really run away for a good like fifteen to twenty seconds. Nice. And then he sh- then he has the the giant catch up with like three strides. That really shows you the get, gives you a sense of the size, their speed, also the the the, the danger of these uh, characters. That's Gangster cool. Squad. Oh, that's what yes, thank you. <laughs> Russ realized what I was trying to think of before. <laughs> well done, Russ. Um, so it, it does like, a good job of like letting you understand like how men and giants fit into this world together in terms of size and ability. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh, wow, that's, like, really setting up that I'm going to believe everything later, and I hope he sticks to this. Yeah. But that's really the only scene that has that sort yeah. of, like, really good, I don't know, scale. Don't, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, and, after and, that, like, Stanley Tucci is wearing a crown that the giant ends up wearing around two fingers. And that size seems a little off. But then the giant, like, slips on his two fingers and holds up the two fingers to the rest of the giants. And they all bow down to him like he was the first giant to finger a girl. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see any giant women. He might be. There is no giant women. Yeah. Interesting. It kind of made it seem like the giants are immortal. Yeah, because it had been, like, generations and something like that for the people. But they're just like, oh, I remember eating people. I thought you were going to say it made the giants seem like the Smurfs. (laughs) <laughs> what did they do instead of eat people? They just hung out in their like cloud world. Oh, yeah, there was apparently there was like sheep there. 
Oh, there's. Oh yeah, see. that's right. Me and Alex both had the same sort of expression. At one point, the Giants get the magic beans and they plant them on their <laughs> island, like in the sky. And immediately, me and Alex are both like, "What if it was to tied to a race of even larger giants?" <laughs> <laughs> I wish like, that, that would have been awesome. I, and, and I like that would have made that my favorite movie, but uh, that didn't happen. And uh, Ewan McGregor, though, I have to say, um, he was a lot of fun. And he yeah, felt he was, like he was in a family film. That was yeah, and he was like kind of like in like a like he was like I could have seen him in like The Princess Bride, like this character. Like he was kind of like swarmy, but like maybe but he, fun. Maybe I guess uh, his thought was this could potentially be that type of movie, so he'd get in on it, and yeah, it didn't he work. Was like a, his Obi Wan Kenobi was like a little gay. <laughs> Ooh, all right. You know, and but but like in in the most like polite sense, and <laughs> the most polite sense, the most polite sense, yeah, yeah. Okay, hate mail. Send it to Peter Smith. That's not my email address. <laughs> I'll forward it to him. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> this just brought the podcast to a halt. It did. <laughs> did you have anything else to say about that? Just, just. I think you left the room. Again. Did he leave? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, like, I it was one of those movies that I lo- wanted to like more. Yeah, because because you know what, it it could have been better. And I would absolutely say if you know if Brian Singer tried to do like practical effects with this, it would have been a much more interesting movie. And I think he could have even done more with some of these scenes. Okay. But because they were dealing with. Um, you know, CG characters that are, you know, larger than life and you have a hard time kind of fitting them in in your head with the rest of the world. And was it even motion capture? I don't believe it was. I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was just straight up CG. Oh. So you didn't even have anything, anyone to act against. Interesting. Uh, yeah. You guys want to rate it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Pete, what do you think? I mean, you just um, gave like a huge speech on it, so. Yeah. I'm gonna give it three foppish kernels. Three, three. Yep, foppish. Yep, that three guy foppish kernels. So yeah. foppish. Yeah, because once again, like Ian McShane, the king, and then his like head oh. general, who has like this oddly large part, also seem like they're in a more sillier, tongue-in-cheek film. And I, you know, I kind of wanted to see that movie, Ewan McGregor, and uh, all everyone else's film except Nicholas Holtz. Yeah, you know, just to be like the teenage Jack for the new error kind of thing, and then um, spoiler alert for the ending. Oh no, that's well, that's my that ties into my thing. Okay, fine. I'll let Alex do it, but you know, it was still fun. Um, I'm not yeah. going to see it again. If you want to see it, see it. There's no reason not to because you know it is enjoyable to say the least. But it's completely you know it's completely forgettable. But I, I wouldn't awful. recommend seeing this in 3D either. Like I don't think there's any reason to. Yeah, we didn't see it in 3D. I don't. What about in the theaters? Is it worth seeing in theaters? Oh, seeing in theaters? Uh, well, I'll let Pete finish this. Wait, what? Said so I'll let I'll let you 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 feel that. I don't think it's I think it's worth seeing in theaters if you're if you can't get into R-rated movies. There you go. <laughs> like if you need something, or if you like have a matinee that you're just like, I want to see something to kill some time. It's not a bad way to do that, um, but it's yeah. not something I would like get on Fandango and spend fifteen dollars uh, yeah. to like see on a Friday night. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those movies that when it comes on the premium stations, like try to catch it from the beginning and sit back yeah. and relax, sort of thing. All right. But yeah, uh, Alex, your thoughts? 
Yeah, I'm gonna give this uh, three uh, Battlestar Galactica endings. Um, Zing. Because Wait, it is has Starbucks exact... dead all along. <laughs> it kind of has the end to the new Battlestar Galactica series. Like the last minute of this is exactly almost like similar to the last minute of that show. Oh, um, wait, with um, what's his face and what's her name? Looking yeah, Silence or whatever. Yeah, okay. uh, I miss that show. Me too. It was a great show. Uh, but yeah, I was between giving that and, and, and hoodies, but we already we already kind of touched on the hoodie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he um. Nicholas Holt, I feel like, is in a completely, like we said all along, in a completely different movie. I feel like when he's on screen with, like, the princess, they definitely try, you know, twilighting it up by a few degrees and making it a bit more, like, teen-friendly. Um, but I think if they had just made it a little goofier, uh, it embraced the kind of weird family uh, movie parts of it, I think it would have been yeah. a lot better. Like, the, like the, when Nicholas Holt first goes to town... Or the big city and sees like oh he goes to town yeah nice. when he goes and sees uh, Warwick Davis and the rest of the little people yeah. play and even when he first meets the princess it feels like a much sillier family film and then it stops that for the next twenty five minutes and and also like poor Ian McShane I feel like he does not give a shit anymore <laughs> like <laughs> well he's only had Deadwood that's nailed yeah who like what he can do. Everything else has just kind of been like, oh, get that like, Deadwood guy to phone it in. Like, to be like a dad. Uh, it, like, he's a disapproving father, like, in just about everything. Though um, yep. so he does it pretty awesomely in Hot Rod. I love that movie. Why? I, I don't get that. It's okay. I love it. I think you mean Death Race. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I don't. See, it's a hand grenade. It's, just... what, it's his hand. So before we move on to Snitch, uh, is there anything in the news that uh, happened in the last week you guys want to talk Well, we could also touch on the Oscar winners. Uh, Alex won the Oscars. He wants to... I just wanted to say that. Oh, yeah. We, um, we did an Oscar pool uh, where you guess whoever gets the most right wins. I wasn't a part of it. I wasn't a part of it either. I got 20 right. Out of? Uh, like, it's like, what? 24? Whatever the main, whatever the the categories they show are, Russ um, got second with fourteen. <laughs> yeah, a distant second. Wow, Ouch. and then everybody else was eleven or less. Wow, Alex, yeah. well, yeah, it was a hard cool. year to predict. Um, in well, I think like I think as Alex touched on earlier, the biggest one for everyone that I think we all disagree with is Ang Lee winning. Yeah, best director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I think that was their, like, oh, shit, we can't give it to Ben Affleck moment. Um, and they want to give it to someone else. And, I mean, again, Life of Pi, if you had to pick something to like about it, the visuals, um, you know. Yeah, and it won best also, visual like, effects. That movie yeah. had yeah. been, that, uh, that, it was a long and development film in that most people thought it couldn't be filmed. Right. Yeah. And he did it. So that's true. Yeah. You got to give him some credit for that. I'm still personally upset we never get to see M. Night Shyamalan's version of it. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. What's the, twist, <laughs> the twist? What's the twist of that one? What do you mean? It was the same he twist that was in the movie. Uh, yeah, but he would have double twisted it. Yeah. You know how he likes to do. Yeah. 
No, the double twist would be after he leaves, after the reporter leaves, a tiger climbs out of the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hello, Richard Parker. Come back to bed. (laughs) I absolutely, I would have loved it if that happened. Yeah, I want to see that movie. Me too. I want to see Pine Richard Parker just living in the city. Pie, Parker and Pie. Oh my god, they've got... That sounds like a TNT, Rizzoli and Isles, Franklin and Bat style yeah, show. I also stands for private investigator. I know. Oh, oh my god. Holy god. shit. Parker P.I.? You guys. <laughs> Does anyone uh, know a tiger? I, Ross, I I'm a showrunner. I need to <laughs> run this show. <laughs> Into the ground. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, it's not not much else has been going on in Movie Land. No. Or, or is there anything else that you guys wanted to touch on? From well, what did you guys think of the Academy Awards? Did everyone I watch it? Seth MacFarlane's opening was just so long. Yeah, that went on forever. And I can't believe he actually did Family Guy. Like, remember that time? <laughs> Jokes. Yeah. Well, like that was the actual setup of his monologue. Um, it was it was interesting to watch um, Seth MacFarlane do kind of what he does in a room with women in it <laughs> because you don't really I guess as a guy maybe it's how we're wired we don't notice how sexist and dehumanizing a lot of the shit he does is because it's like oh it's animated it's all a good fun whatever and you're normally watching Family Guy with like a couple of your buddies and you're drunk. It's your bros. Uh, so to watch him do like a song about like we saw your boobs um with women, I'm like, oh, this is bad, huh? This is pretty shitty. Um but yeah, uh I, I thought he was he was serviceable as um as a host, but I guess I can see how like women hate him. And I totally get it. Nope. But uh, I think Pete had actually pointed out to me the other day that the, all those reaction shots from the I Saw Your Boob song were filmed the day before. Uh, and then those were just... No, I know. Of, yeah. But it, it's I still mean, like to, to be a woman and watch that. It's like, all right. Yeah. I get there really is no male equivalent. No one wants to see penises. No. That's true. Yeah. Unless it's Fastbenders. There you go. I think you meant to say Kaitel. <laughs> Kaitel Fastbender. Um, so, all right. Let's get... Do you guys just want to move on to Snitch then? Sure. Yeah, we have, have to. to. Yeah, we do yeah. have to. Okay. So fine. <laughs> I think that moment that we just realized that Russ was supposed to do something. <laughs> I was like, wait. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Snitch. Directed by Rick Roman Waugh. That's not a name. That's his name. Rick Roman. A father goes undercover for the DEA in order to free his son who was imprisoned after being set up in drug deal. It's not. A, it's not in a drug deal. It's just in drug <laughs> Set deal. up in drug deal. <laughs> Set up in drug deal. I guess that's kind of true. 
pop an A in there or something, IMDb, or a reputable website. That's what crowdsourcing will get you. <clears throat> so, well, yeah, the director yeah, of this film is a former stuntman. Nice. That huh. makes sense. He did stunts in Teen Wolf 2. Wait, it gets better. <laughs> Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. Flowers in the attic had stunts in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you ever see it? It's pretty rough. Yeah, okay, but here it's good. He did stunts for the 1980s Blob, They Live, Roadhouse, nice. Lethal Weapon 2, Tango and Cash, Total Recall. This guy's awesome. Go- Wait, so he's Ghost- my best friend. Ghost Dad. <gasps> Ghost Dad. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, you don't think they're really going to kill Bill Cosby, right? That's a stuntman. <laughs> Nothing can. <laughs> Imagine if they actually did kill the stunt man. Yeah. <laughs> he did that much for realism in the film. Do it for your family. I mean, they tried doing that in the crow. Oh, wow. Oh. All right, so Snitch. Um, it's the, a movie. The Rock uh, in a in yeah. taking acting very seriously in this role. Yeah, he's trying yeah. real hard. Yeah, the trailer is definitely. Sort of try to make the that ending car chase look a lot cooler. Does Adam want to get in on this too? Oh, oh, yeah, Adam's Adam's stitch. Sorry, Adam's in the other room. They <laughs> 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 uh, can't all be winners, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that. You're talking about snitch, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sort of. Yeah, it's like they try to make that ending car chase seem like that's what the movie's about. It's just like it's gonna be like this is gonna be like the new black dog and it's gonna all be about eighteen wheeler fighting. And it's not. This movie's no. what we were talking about before. It's not this, black dog. It's not black dog. Yeah. No. This movie feels like if if there was a dad's version of the Lifetime channel. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This would be a movie on that channel. Um, I, and like, I, I, would, I had just I had said prior, um, I think before you're on, it's an it's an average movie in the theater. But if this was a TV movie, like this would be an awesome TV movie. Yeah, it's yeah. not though. No. So oh, there's that. <laughs> uh, and I, I think Rock though, trying to channel his more serious side does all right. Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. he's probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, definitely. Oh no, yeah. Um, well, the the script is really flat. Whoa. The the script. Tr- tries so hard to let you know that it's trying to be somewhat of a character piece or like to have a point yeah and and, and you can tell like whoever wrote this it's like it's your it's probably literally their first rodeo uh <laughs> they probably wrote it at rodeo more, more than likely so it's like i feel like in more of a capable in more capable hands like this could have been a, a really good movie yeah um I think that it's kind of funny how they just, like, put a lot of big actors kind of thrown into this. Like, um, like Benjamin Bratt. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams. Barry Pepper. Yeah, Barry Pepper. That's right. Good to see Barry Pepper. With a weird beard. Yeah. Yeah, that was really yeah, the guy like the Scott Ian from Anthrax beard. Yeah. Do you think he was, like... If I'm gonna do this movie, I got one condition. <laughs> I gotta have a weird beard. <laughs> That's badass beard right now. I'd rather watch the movie Weird that. Beard. He, here's my question oh, it's about, about a pirate. Movie. Weird beard. <laughs> weird beard. The pirate. I would see yeah. that. I would. It's claymation. Um, oh, I'm down. I guess I just have one question about. Well, I have plenty of questions, but my main question about this movie is like, 
So granted, like the kid gets caught up in like drugs. <laughs> He's and, like, man, I'm gonna like my girlfriend wants to do ecstasy. Score. Yeah, but he he did do yeah, that. Like, it's not like he didn't do what they said he did in this. Like he did it, and he's not innocent. Right. Yeah. So this dad is kind of like, I mean, I get it. You you'll go. How far will you go to save your son or whatever? But. It's like it's not like you like he was wrongfully accused or something. I feel like these movies work a little bit better when, like, the victim is actually a victim. Well, I think that the point was like the kid was naive. I get well, it. And was skyping. Also, who skypes with your bros? Yeah, that's weird. We're liter- <laughs> We're currently skyping. <laughs> no, okay. Who I video the, skypes with your bros? Well, there's the thing as well. Was like. It didn't really de- delve into it. Was he actually that innocent? Like, why do we believe him just because he's the rock son? <laughs> no. Shit. Are you saying he's like a really bad dude? Yeah, and the rock got him out of jail. Well, I mean, <laughs> and but, he's gonna kill again. But I mean, yeah. like, I, there was like again, there was like that coda at the end that was just like uh, talked about how the sentencing for drug crimes is worse than like murder or rape and like all these other things, and that was like, I guess that was the point of the movie. So it didn't feel the need to get into that. Like, it was just like, Snitch. doesn't matter, drug crime. Snitch 2, he has to take down his own son. That that would be cool. I would see that. I'm into it. I would, yeah, I'm totally into that. Are you guys into rating this movie? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, Russ, go ahead. Three weird beards. Three uh, weird beards. <laughs> it's not good. It's not bad, though. There you go. There you go. That's about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete, what do you think? I'm going to give it two and a half based on the true stories. Nice. Or, I'm sorry, inspired by true events. Yes. Which is basically which is ways of a, saying... Which is like a tier lower than based on the true. That's yeah. like, oh, I misread this headline. Yeah. yeah. It's movie's way of saying, was like, this kind of happened to someone, but it wouldn't sell as a film. <laughs> so we, we Hollywooded it up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I think it was just really boring. Nothing, really nothing happened. Yeah. And and I don't know. It's kind of, what you think is going to happen is going to happen the entire time. There's no surprises. That's true. Uh, All right, Alex, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to echo Pete and give it, um, I'm going to give it uh, two and a half uh, shitty Batmans. Because that's kind of where the, you could see the movie go in the beginning when he like tries meeting up with drug dealers and stuff. Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to see that movie where The Rock just becomes Batman. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you were paying attention again. <laughs> no, because so, that was that one part where he gets beat up. What if this was yeah. like Blank Man 2 starring The Rock? I'm in. I'd love that. <laughs> okay. We've written so many, much, so many good movies tonight. <laughs> um, no, I think this movie's it, – it's again, it's, it's – pretty it's pretty average um i think that uh it's something that yeah you should really watch like if it's on netflix and you're and you're bored this will be on Uh, netflix tomorrow watch it with your dad yeah you watch it with your dad like it's there's nothing really like that objectionable about it unless you object to family love there you go okay that sounds Uh, awful that's really creepy when you said it that way (laughs) what do you mean what's creepy about that Nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know, guys. It's okay. Uh, John Bernthal uh, from The Walking Dead's in it, and he's all right. He's fine. 
Um, he's kind of like the only <laughs> other big um, like person that gets a lot of screen time. Um, other than that, the performance again. If you like, if you're like really obsessed with The Rock, I guess like you ready to watch The Rock not beat up a lot of people. Ooh, there you go. That's the put that in the also back, like back not of the box. Yeah. in a family film, which he has a hard time like not being in an action movie or a family film. I enjoy the Tooth Fairy. See, I don't. I'm more of a the game plan kind of man. Also, okay, yeah. Totally understand that. I've never seen the, any of The Rock's family films, but I have seen The Pacifier twice, if that counts. Oh, Pacifier's great. Yeah, this... this <laughs> I, one of those is about two Pacifiers. Yeah, and when I say The Pacifier twice, I'm talking about the same day. <laughs> <laughs> was it in the theater? No. Or USA? No. <laughs> it was on tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's no, a cute I'm sorry. Movie. DVD. It was on DVD. I had, it was when I was working at the video store, I had rented it. And watched it because when I worked at the video store, I rented everything and watched everything. Yeah. So I had watched it like a week before it came out on DVD, and then I went to my dad's, and my stepbrother at the time was like, uh, uh, like younger, and in the sense that the pacifier was like. Kind Is of he made. older now? Yeah, well, he's older now. Older than you. Well, that's how time works. <laughs> yeah, but he was like age appropriate. Hold on, I'm getting this down. <laughs> <laughs> he was age appropriate for it, so I was like, um. So I guess, did you want to watch The Pacifier? I had brought it with me for some reason. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I watched it that. again. <laughs> it was a good movie. Uh, that's my story. Nice. <laughs> you guys want to hear it again? Yeah, kind yeah. of, yeah. So, <laughs> the year... Hey, for... the video stuff. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess I'll rate the movie now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Just, matter. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God, that really Please hurt. Do it, thanks. That was really me. I'm going to give it two and a half El Topos. Um, because... oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that was the name of the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm hurt from that comment. That's all I'm doing. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, what about how you're so proud that The Rock is trying? He was pretty good. He was pretty good. Tell us more, Tiggs. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. There's not much to say. I, got... I feel Again, like uh... it's, not, it's not that good. Yeah, but it's not that bad. Well, is it? I got. <laughs> if I it was on TV, if it was like a uh, what's a man channel? If this was like a Spike original movie, it'd be great. Yeah. It's not that. But yeah, uh not at all. So uh, uh, you know uh, oh so so far a few of us are Stoker, but we're gonna review that next week. Right? And, uh Oz the Great and Powerful. Which, Which I am not I, I still just don't care about. Have, have you have you seen like preliminary reviews for it have been pretty good. They're like, Yeah, they're, they're not positive. marketing this right, but it's good. I've read a few that say that. It's needless to say, it's tracking the save this year because so up to up until this point now we're at what the first full weekend in March or the full full week the first full week of March and everything has bombed except Identity Thief. Oh yeah, one thing to say about um Jack the Giant Slayer, I think it what it made twenty eight million. Twenty eight, yeah. Um, which is less than it, John Carter. It, it costs two hundred to make and a hundred in marketing. How wow, did they fuck really? that up? Yeah. Um, also, the voice of the Crypt Keeper was the voice of one of Bill Nighy's uh, giant heads. 
Oh, oh, cool. Is that John Casser? Yeah, you got that right. Wow, Ru- wow Russ. That I'm saving cool. that for a trivia night. <laughs> <laughs> right now, you win a drink ticket. Yes. Go get yourself a drink. Yes, that's awesome. Now I can stop drinking this rum and Mountain Dew Code Red. I'm drinking rum and Coke. I'm drinking rum and Code Red. I'm currently. What are you guys drinking? I'm drinking a Sam. Jake's what are you drinking? Um, <laughs> it's the new section on the podcast. Uh, a rum and diet Coke. Mm, nice. Okay. Um, I'm currently laying out of my bed on my stomach with like my head in my we're hands. Not, we're gonna, uh, and we're, and we're, and and my, we're done. Take, take and, us home. Up, you can like find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter <laughs> at moviemoviepc. You can email us uh, at moviemoviepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us, the priest and the beekeeper, the third Thursday of every month at uh, Long Island City's The Creek in the Cave. Uh, we next show's our drunk show. Oh, yes. The next oh, show uh, is March 21st, uh, 8 p.m. It's called uh, Pig Pile. You should come out. We do it with our good friend and stand-up, Zach Broussard. Uh, we invite some stand-ups, some improv troops to come out. We have a good time. And Alex and Russ will be very drunk at this next show, and it'll probably be worth seeing just for that. You could bet on that. So you should come out. Uh Thank you, you guys. If you come to our show, I'll I'll snitch on drug dealers to get you out of jail. Thank you guys. Um, you can for also being follow here. me on Twitter at, on and, and um at how I'm sitting right now, <laughs> and I tweet about how I'm currently sitting. How are you sitting? I well, as I told you guys, I'm I'm currently on my bed on my stomach with, with my feet up, like I'm on the phone with the cutest boy in school. So, Hashtag what? Thank you, Russ, for being here with me this week, and we will see you all next week <laughs> on the Movie Movie Podcast. Goodbye.